Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Gas prices are going back up again, or I should say oil is going back up again. We all know about what's going on with the war in Ukraine. But there's alternatives, and I've spoken about them from EVs to uh, liquid uh, natural gas, a whole lot of, a lot of different things. How about another one there's a lot of demand for, and that's for uranium. Now, I think that this industry and these stocks could go up tremendously. And if you want to know why and what I found out, you sit right there. Hey everybody, Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here on our YouTube channel. Love bringing these videos to your attention. Before we get started, if you're brand new to the channel, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit the bell icon so that you'll be alerted when new videos like this come out. And if you like the content, by all means, please hit the like button. But most of all, I know I'm going to get some feedback on this. Make sure you comment and I will try to respond to every comment that comes out, whether good, bad, or ugly. All right, so let's get right into it. The whole space that we're talking about is uranium. And uranium is big for what? Nuclear power plants. Do you know that there's over 400 power plants across the globe and that there's over 40 in current construction? All right. So a lot of people like that as a clean source of energy. There's another side of that. What do you do with the nuclear waste? And that's an answer that I don't have a full answer to. That's a question I don't have a full answer to. But uh, as a way, since we're getting so climate conscious, uh, as a great way to produce electricity, uh, how about we talk about uh, coal? We talk about coal because that's where we get it from now. But we talk about solar. We talk about wind. But they're limited to those sources. If there's cloudy, how do you get the energy? If it's no wind blowing, how do you get the energy? But nuclear energy using uranium is an ongoing way to supply clean energy. Uh, but again, the downside is the nuclear waste. That goes with it. And the other side of it is, unfortunately, if anything goes bad, goes on bad in the power plant, um, that could be bad for the surrounding areas. And we've had some instances where that has happened, unfortunately. All right. So let's get right into the stories that I have for you right here. And we're going to start right here. Russia's attack on Ukraine impacts uranium. That's true. And, you know, Russia does have... Uh, a lot of uranium and they are exporters of uranium. But if the sanctions on your on uh, Russia continue or increase, we may not be getting that from them. And now we have to look to other parts of the world where uranium is and deal amongst ourselves to get that uranium from one place to the other to the other to build more of these um, nuclear power plants or supply the ones that are currently in existence. And this is about one stock in particular, Cameco, uh, which is one of the stocks that we'll talk about today. The chief financial officer says there's a lot of uncertainty in the uranium sector because Russia's attack on Ukraine. But Cameco is well positioned 
position to deal with the challenges. Cameco is not the only stock that's in this space. And again, we're going to talk about more. Uh, Russia has about 28% of the global capacity for uranium conversion. That means Russia makes a significant contribution to the global fuel supplies. But now many countries are trying to remove themselves from doing business with the Russian Federation. All right. So that could affect the export or import by other countries of uranium. Uh, Isaac says it's not a question of if Western markets will turn their backs on Russia. It's when and how fast. He notes that even if neither side goes with sanctions, there's still secondary and tertiary effects. As an example, Isaac says it's difficult to find someone to ship material from Russia and insurers will hesitate to underwrite any shipments from that country. So even though Russia does have um, a, a play a major contributor to the uranium space, if the sanctions cut them off, then what? All right. So now, Canada. Uranium builds steam in Canada, uh, and Canadian provinces announced nuclear energy plan. Hmm. All right, this is recently. The governments of Ontario, Saskatchewan, New Brunswick, and Alberta release a nuclear energy plan on Monday. The provinces hope to build several small-scale Gale nuclear reactors. The first in Ontario to begin production in 2028 with two in New Brunswick by 2030 and one in Saskatchewan. Though nuclear energy is affordable, carbon free and unburdened by intermittency like uh, like solar and wind, several European countries have shut capacity to avoid challenges associated with nuclear waste. And that is a big byproduct of the nuclear plants. Uh, the president of Canadian Nuclear Association said, said on Monday, it's important to note spent fuel has never hurt anyone, let alone killed anyone in Canada or around the world. I don't know if that's 100% true or not. Uh, I'll look into that, but I know that it's a problem. It's a problem because it can. All right. All that stuff, if you bury it in the ground, can leak into water and all that stuff. And wherever you put this stuff, that space is no longer usable forever and ever in a day. All right. Adding that uranium is about one million times more energy dense than coal. So we all know, and I'm sure I'm going to get the comments, that the majority of our electricity come from coal. And it is. The amount of uranium it would take to power our entire lives, transportations, homes, everything, would fit in a Coke bottle. That's huge, right? So you can use a little uranium to do a lot of power as opposed to how much coal needs to be burnt to do the same thing. All right. Uh, Boris Johnson, nuclear energy would return to 25% of the UK's power mix. Alaska recently introduced a bill to streamline the state's approval process for small-scale nuclear reactors. And perhaps more importantly, Europe proposed a nuclear energy to be defined as sustainable under new policy-linked uh, definitions. When I tell you that this space is going to be under great demand, I ain't just whistling Dixie. More and more people are going to be looking towards this to wean themselves off of oil. Coal is still going to be there, but to wean themselves off of oil. Canada also sees a rise in demand of uranium potash as Ukrainian war rages on. That was just put out today. Another story, uranium stocks. And here's a couple more uh, really good popular ones, UEC, uh, Cameco, and Denison Mines. And this story talks about 
Uh, the spot price of uranium rises to $51 a pound, which is up 21% year-to-date as Russia's invasion on Ukraine raises concern about supply constraints because of the sanctions, being able to get it from Russia. So now the companies that are involved in mining uranium are going to get a lot of attention, which is going to still bring up a lot of demand. Are they going to be able to supply those demands? And again, these are companies that will definitely be on the rise. Uh, why this all matters? The rally in uranium stocks is good news for individuals related to equities. Shares of CCJ have risen 25% uh, up. 74% over the last 12 months. Denison stock has risen 70% in the past year. Um, so, again, big demand. Now, I wanted to talk about where the uh, nuclear power plants were. So, I went to a site, NEI Org, uh, Nuclear nuclear Energy, something or other. Uh, Sigh. I don't remember. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Something or other. But it shows you can go to your own state and see how many nuclear power plants there are. I'm from New York, so I click. There's five reactors in New York. Uh, the emission uh, avoids the emission of 20 million metric tons of carbon dioxide each year and is the same as taking a four and a half million cars off the road. Hmm. Let's go to North Carolina where I currently reside right now. There we go. We've got five reactors in North Carolina, employs 2,600 workers. For every 100 nuclear plant jobs, 66 more jobs are created in the local community. So I'm thinking that, of course, this site is very nuclear-oriented. So no matter where I am, I can see, let's go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. California. Well, how many plants are there? Two, only, only two reactors in California. Uh, 6.7 million metric tons of carbon dioxide uh, is avoided. And that's in 2019, equivalent to 1.4 million passenger cars off the road. You would think with California being the way it is with all of the stuff that goes on that you would have more power plants in California. Let's go to Texas, another big state. How many is there? Four reactors. And they employ 2,200 workers for every blah, 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 blah. So I went to the big states. Let's go to Florida. How many? There's four reactors in Florida. 1,800 skilled workers, blah, blah, blah. Let's go to Nebraska. It's only one reactor in Nebraska. Cooper in Nebraska employs 800 workers, blah, 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 blah. So I just went across just to see where a lot of the reactors were. I believe we have over 90 altogether nuclear power plants in the U.S. Let's go uh, by country, though. Uh, nuclear power plants operate in 32 countries. The United States is the largest producer. The United States is the largest producer of nuclear power, while France has the largest share of electricity generated by nuclear power at 70%. So France is all in on their nuclear power, generating about 70% of all their electricity. You would think that if we are the biggest producer of nuclear power that we should be powering more uh, along the lines of 70% or even higher. Um, China has the fastest growing nuclear power uh, program with 13 reactors under construction. So it's not that we just have them across the globe, but people are building them because they know the demand of Building or having these power plants produces the clean energy um, just with the byproducts of uh, nuclear byproduct or waste. So I went down 
And I wanted to see the operational across the globe. United States has 93 operational reactors with two under constructions. And you saw where France, where's France? France was putting out about 70%. Where is that? I saw it. We just saw it. There it is. France is putting out 70% with all of their new, and they've only got 56. We've got 93. Why are we not up that high? That makes me ask the question. Is it because we want to be dependent on oil and, and coal to produce our electricity? But if we've got almost twice the amount of operational reactors, why are we not amongst the leaders in making that into our electrical use? I think that's probably a video for another time, unless you guys will be commenting in regards to that and let me know what that's all about, because that doesn't make sense to me. All right. Uh, we scroll down. Russia's got 37 plants, four under construction. China's got 54, 15, the most under construction. Let's sort by under construction. France has got seven more under construction. India's got six. Russia's got four. South Korea has four. And share by use of electricity. Slovakia has got their nuclear is about 53 percent of their uh, electricity. Ukraine, which is going through the war, and they had the biggest Chernobyl was the biggest um, nuclear power plant in the EU, which Russia took over. Um, it was it, it, it accounted for 51 percent. We're down in the 19 percent and we've got the most reactors. Someone let me know why that doesn't add up. And again, is it because we want to keep the coal going? Um, again, I'm not a, a, a I'm not a, a market dude. I'm a stock market dude, but I'm not a, a a dude that knows the answer to that. I need you guys to chime in in regards to that. All right, and um, let's go see other news. This was just a website that I went to go find some news, and across the board, you see that people are bringing Poland. How about this? Uh, EIA submitted for Poland's first uh, nuclear power plant, uh, and other power plants going up across the world. People now getting into the nuclear power program, so forth. How about second Bakara unit begins commercial operation? The Emirates Nuclear Energy Corporation has announced the start of commercial operations for the UAE's second nuclear unit. Just around Bulgaria, planning for nuclear cooperation with Greece. Um, folks, these stocks, this space has the potential to go up exponentially. All right. This is just the news. That other, uh, the, the nuclear power plants by country, that was a Wikipedia. All right. That was a Wikipedia. So I'm not looking at any, because somebody's going to say, well, you're, you're leftist or you're rightist. I ain't none of that. I'm just trying to tell you what's out there uh, to get you into the right frame of mind of knowing where the possibilities are to make money. All right, now I'm going to go to the software here. And in the software, uh, the VectorVest software tracks 222 industries. I'm looking right now, mining uranium is number 35. This ain't a slouch of an industry. Uh, out of 222 industries, it's number 35. The demand is there. The industry is rocking and rolling. All right, so there's where mining, so within the VectorVest software, we've got the breakdown for you of stocks that are in the uranium space. If you want access to this software for 30 days for uh, 99 cents, 30 days, I got a thing here somewhere. Hold on. 
There it is. 99, uh, 99 cents for 30 days. 99 cents for 30 days. And you can do a lot of the same analysis that I'm doing right here. All right. So with that, I made a watch list of stocks that I want you to keep your eyes on. And you know me. I always like to also put in there ETS for you to look at as well. So I'm looking at three main uh, um stocks for you to take a look at. Let me set this up for you. Three main stocks, Cameco, uh, UEC, and Denison Mines, sorted by VST. Uh, all of them have a VST above one with the exception of Denison Mines, but Denison Mines is in the news a lot. So look at them. All of them are in uptrends. Why? Because the demand for them is there. And this is another reason why I think that these stocks can go up exponentially. They're all in uptrends. They're all in uptrends. And all of the stocks, CCJ, uh, UEC, and Denison's all have good earnings growth rates. But Denison, Denison is the only one that's not making money right now. But with an earnings growth rate of 15%, it's probably got a good opportunity to get out of and get into the positive. They're not exponentially making a ton of money, but I always like a stock that is making money. Two of these stocks do pay dividends. Um, Chemical pays a dividend in one of the ETFs. URNM does pay a dividend and their dividend safeties are above 50. So these stocks should be able to maintain or grow their dividends. The two ETFs I want you to keep your eyes on are Sprott Physical Uranium, S-R-U-U-F, and of course, U-R-N-M. All right, let's go take a look at all of these stocks. So I've presented the case of why these stocks or why this space should go up exponentially. Let's go look at these stocks. All of them, with the exception of Denison, have buy recommendations in the VectorVest software as well. Let's go look at their graphs. Put these on a three-month graph. Let's take a look. All right. Uh, CCJ earnings is rising. Let's bring up the RV. RV is below one. RS is below one. So now what does that tell me? Even though the space or the uh, industry is number 35 out of 221, many of the stocks right now are still speculative plays. I think they're speculative plays because people are starting to look into moving to uranium or moving over into uh, their nuclear power plants, generating more electricity. That's why. Could this be an opportunity to get in low? Absolutely, especially if the interest and the demand for uranium is about to pick up. These could be good opportunities to get in low. So earnings per share on CCJ, look at that, rising over the last three months. This is the ETF. If you don't want to play an individual stock, I always like the ETF. This is on um, uh, sectors, natural resources, bottom left, top right, moving up a little bit of a down day today, but you can't ignore price action. Uh, looking at UEC, it's in a channel. Notice that CCJ was also in a channel as well, but definitely moving higher than it was three months ago. I'd watch earnings per share on UEC. Uh, the next one is URNM. This is another ETF to take advantage of the whole space in a channel as well. So maybe, folks, this news to you could be at a good opportune time before it does take off. But I really, truly, deep down inside feel that these stocks have great, great upside potential. Remember, over 40 nuclear power plants are under construction across the globe. We have over 400 nuclear power plants. I still need someone to explain to me how we have as many nuclear power plants as we do, but we only use it uh, allocated out to a 17% of our total 
electricity. I don't know why that is. And maybe somebody out there can explain that to me. All right. If you can, I want to hear why. I want to hear why. So number one, if you're brand new to the channel, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button if you liked what you saw, if you felt that it was of good use to you. Um, and comment. Let me know what you think. So folks, hope you enjoyed the video. This video is over. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.